Hello and welcome to the Bridge in the Gap podcast. This is Josh. And this is Max. And we have had a uh, pretty exciting week around here. I would definitely say so. And now, of course, as as you recall, the last time that we spoke, uh, it was graduation day, but yes. the graduation had not yet occurred. Did it meet or exceed your expectation? I would say that it definitely, It in honestly, I would say due to the brevity, it definitely exceeded expectations. Okay, well, that's good. I was worried, we, I would, I was worried we'd be there for a bit longer. And it is, I gotta say, once they don't, once they're done calling your name, it's really you're just looking at the clock. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, until they call your name, you're, <laughs> you're just looking at the clock. Also looking at the clock. <laughs> well, I was glad at yours that you don't didn't have this. You don't have the same VAPA department that we do because ours usually comes with a very uh, tearful uh, dance uh, recital. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, for oh. sure. And all of the um, seniors are given flowers and they cry. You buy then by all the junior dancers. So they uh, walk up and right, right, gotta you know bow to the to the royalty to the royalty and we're all subject to watching it and i i i can't help it i am a um i am anti-dance in general or i'm anti uh, well, I, feel, well, I feel like you're generally jaded during graduations whether it's dance or not oh that's certainly true that that is uh, well when you've been through them enough times in fact it was funny um while your your principal was giving his speech molly turns to me and she goes it doesn't sound like he's being that personal. <laughs> like, uh, no, he's not. No, he's going to use this exact same speech next year. He's, he'll be like 2023. Right, right. <laughs> um, but, um, but so I am jaded about that. But the dance thing, I, I have to admit, I'm also biased about. Now, I, like I said, I like spontaneity in dancing. I don't mind moving to the music. I don't like choreographed dance because I feel, I don't know. It's just, it annoys me. Who knows? We might we might cover that later. Yeah, it's we an might. irritant. But, but um, but yeah, it was a it was a very chill graduation. We we had three valedictorians this year, and thankfully only one gave a speech. I noticed that too, and I I by the way I thought her her speech was was very good. Uh, the salutatorian. The, there were two of them that were given though, right? Uh, so so yes, there were the there was the one of the three valedictorians, and then she she was the ASB um president okay she was like the which which is which is like a school spirit she was like the school spirit class president no the salutatorian did not give a speech okay that that, that was lucas who I, I would hope you saw was very animated very enthusiastic he very was enthusiastic. very happy to be this the the uh the, the salutatorian which he should be that that's a big deal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah no and he, he seemed to have a very good reception too in terms of yes. people seem to dig him i was also impressed that there was no um no behavior issues it seemed like at um amongst no. your, your people and there was definitely the opportunity when they were getting their faces on big monitor yes. that there, there was definitely the chance they a number of people were repping the west side i said but, we were we, we were admittedly threatened with being kicked out of golden one if um uh, we had not had our best behavior on. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a lot of West Side, and apparently, um, making a heart with your hands is uh, is a very making um, a comeback. Yeah, is that is that what? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that it was a thing previously, but um, it definitely that both at Sheldon and um, and at Laguna's, I saw a lot of hearts. Saw a lot of West Sides, um, and um, there were also at Sheldon, there were probably a half a dozen grills. And all so, right. so apparently the grill is making a comeback as well. I didn't. Understand. I guess so. All right. In fact, that I was sitting with the teachers, and one of them behind me said, um, "I thought we were over that." And I turned to her and I go, "We are <laughs> over that." <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. 
<laughs> so Wrong I know audience. I know that you didn't you were not going to do sober grad night no. initially. And and I, I don't know how if I gave you a hard sell or not, but I, I was a big fan of sober grad when, when Oh I was no, you you actually didn't you didn't mention it actually. Okay. Yeah, no, no. It it was I got to go um two years because I was the my junior year I was the I'm surprised they would allow dates to go to um that. I don't know uh, if they still No, they did not do that. Well, they, they did they did my junior year. And um, I remember it being like super crazy fun. It was the first time that I'd ever seen a karaoke machine. They had, um, and I'll be curious to hear yours, of course. Uh, of course, they had dancing and, um, you know, free food. Yes. And um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Well, also, you know, I used to go to sober grad night as an adult yeah. <laughs> for the free food and uh, free fun experiences. I only did that a couple times, though. So how was your, tell me about your so it was pretty cool. So we went up to the Country Club Lanes in kind of like the border of Sacramento. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I totally know what yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, walk. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there wasn't there wasn't like straight up dancing. There wasn't like a dancing room, mm -hmm. but there was music the whole time. There was bowling the whole time. We had like a dozen lanes. So no one wanted for bowling. Um I have never bowled that much. I bowling bowling I've always seen as being one of those things i'm generally pretty terrible at mm -hmm. from lack of practice like so, if i put the amount of time i put into pool into bowling i would be pretty damn good at bowling right, but right. i haven't so you would put bowling in the same category as say volleyball and, and basketball. basketball yes <laughs> yes golf. yes definitely and likely golf likely golf likely. well you, you know you you have bowling is in your blood uh who's who's the bowler your great grandma on pop's side on pop deal side like the bowler was a professional ladies bowler <laughs> right. yeah but she had a um uh, a difficult reputation and so she was not allowed to bowl in lodi um after a period of time so right. it, a kind of a challenging personality all right okay all but right. sorry sorry but um, it's, anyway, it's there yes though. And, uh anyway um uh, uh yeah and then there was there's was a there's a raffle too uh, that we all participated in mm -hmm. um that was really interesting because for some reason uh, in the class of i want to say there were 200 people there probably maybe a little more she started she was reading names out by first names so there mm -hmm. was a lot of javen javen who <laughs> uh, and then because of course there's the last name she couldn't read so she was like javen m which Javen M? <laughs> that was a lot of who won the Hydro Flask, please. <laughs> and this was 10 p.m. to 6 a.m.? That... This was 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., which was the original reason why I was like, I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. It was because I was like, that is way too late. And then, and, and then of course, uh, Faith wanted to do it. Okay, well, and we were not, and we were not together when I originally decided to not do Sober Grad Night. Okay, but then I was like, well, I'll have someone to be with the whole night. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I, I found having a partner at event yes. is a very convincing um, determinant yes. as to whether or not one will do the event. Yes. Oh, and there was pool there. Oh, did, yeah. did you? Oh, did yeah. destroy. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 because that's the thing is. Pool is such a specific yes. um, skill to develop, and it's so rare that someone would have had the time, the energy, the interest. The materials. The materials to do that. So. I feel like the materials are the biggest thing. Yeah. Because you need to have, like, the room we're in right now, I would say, is just about a good size for a pool room. Yeah. It's maybe got to be a little bit bigger. Did it, did it, was anyone else competitive with you? Um, No, but I also didn't. I wasn't exactly trying to shark people. I just played amongst our group. Okay, and it, and it was more to show like this thing I talk about because I've talked about my interest in pool. 
I do indeed. I can I can walk the walk. Mm-hmm. I can walk the walk. I've talked. So did did you play cutthroat then? Or uh, you... I not written. Well, no. You know, oh oh oh, the... like oh yeah, the three. No, we did not. We did uh, uh we did pairs. Okay. And um, that's hard when you're good though, and your your partner is not necessarily. It can it makes the game go long. It that's true. That's it makes true. the game go long. <laughs> um, but but yeah, they they had laser tag. Oh, cool. Which was which was fun. That was super cool. And what else? Um, oh, of course, the free food and drinks. Mm-hmm. Which that the whole night, all I could think was that that's just it's a rough gig. Right for the person slinging them. <laughs> yeah, because like that was all. Like there's one dude all night. All he did, Pepsi or like was just handing out Pepsi and water mm-hmm. all night, and there was no tip jar. And I was like, this is rough. Right, right. But um, but yeah, and also the. I would say that staying up till six a.m. that wrecks the next day. Mm. <laughs> there is there is no sleeping you can do that'll make that next day productive. But luckily, if you got nothing, but luckily if you got nothing to do, then you're just chilling because I did not have work. I didn't have work like today. So I had um, yesterday was the last day of training until season begins, and today is my first day of straight up working. I mean, I'll be shadowing, but you know what? If a medical situation happens, then I'll be there to help. That's yeah. That's yeah, that's when I stop shadowing. I'll be very curious to hear what Heck, what, the, what yeah. the results are of this. Heck I imagine yeah. that it's. I imagine it will be better than making sandwiches or scooping ice cream. I hope so. Uh, right, I right. definitely hope so. Um, but then also, I, I had a really fun trip actually planned. Um, that I did on a Thursday. Went to San Francisco. I think I kind of mentioned it last time, but mm-hmm. we hadn't done it yet. Yeah, it was it was me, Faith, and a mutual friend, and we planned it ourselves. We went ourselves. It really felt it felt very freeing, like an adventure. Yes, totally like an adventure. And San Francisco is definitely the city you can have an adventure in. Mm-hmm. We and, and and so it was a lot. So I so how we how we kind of set it up was um, I picked them up in the morning, and then we drove to Vallejo, and then we took a ferry into the city because I. Did not want to drive through San Francisco. That seemed that's. I don't like driving in San Francisco. It was. It seemed like a lot. Last time we went for for Mila's birthday, it seemed like just a lot. I know. Well, I know that there was a specific moment where I became quite grouchy. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, well, but that wasn't because of the driving. That was. <laughs> there might have been a shouting that happened that instigated that. Maybe being just an example of old man syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, the, the ferry ride was cool. It was a little was it cold. Oh uh, no, actually, okay. it was surprisingly humid. But it was funny going in in the ferry because there was definitely. Um, I, I feel like it's kind of like like a dad boner moment. Do you, you know, know that you know that uh, phrase? It vaguely it, 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 it go on uh, it, because there was a lot of like getting up and looking. We're like we're passing a different ship, and there was multiple. Um, definitely dads getting up and looking out the window, like mm-hmm. moving from their seat to get a be- better angle at the random boat that was outside of our own ooh, boat. There's <laughs> <laughs> also some excitement as to um, watching the uh, same dads, the bridge that was not the Golden Gate Bridge, but the other bridge. <laughs> well, that's it. Uh, I think it's, I think it's Tom Segura who talks about that, about how yeah. frustrated he is with adults they need to sit at the window seat at the yeah. plane <laughs> it's like yeah it's outside well these guys were getting up from their aisle seat <laughs> seemed to be like well, look, at <laughs> look at that it's a boat yeah <laughs> that was hilarious and there's also of course the the brutal shock was uh the prices 
Oh, really? So we, so, so, so just for reference, so as we're driving back from Vallejo, uh, we see a sign, um, and at this point we are, we're close, we're past Vacaville, you know, um, and, and I see a sign, it's one of those roadside fruit stands, and it says, uh, bag, and it's like a, the box of raspberries, twenty uh, two ninety nine. Okay. And in, 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 in San Francisco, we pass a fruit stand that was selling raspberries by the raspberry. Oh my God. For 99 cents a raspberry. Holy <laughs> that is stunning for 99 cents a raspberry peach was three bucks okay well you're, which yeah. is a little close which is at least calorically like at least calorically that'll fill you up a little more oh yeah than the, the three, three raspberries <laughs> ooh, ooh, i've already had two <laughs> you're driving by and i was like look you can buy three three that that was crazy and then there was also in the general food stuff which actually ended up in we um we ended up going back into, into here actually for food went to crazy sushi because mm-hmm. we wanted seafood seafood was expensive <laughs> and and so we decided to head back it's hard for me to go to fisherman's wharf though and not get one of those crab sandwiches true it is but the thing is that was very um disheartening i believe the last time that i that i was there i saw that the it's canned crab in the cans uh, you know yeah. so you've got there's this implication you're at the fisherman's wharf there's it's seafood little... all around but no this is not this is not quite the same no and then um and then we also, uh, we, we, we also, of course, we, we, uh, we, we were tourists. We walked around and visited the shops, mm-hmm. went to a rock and crystal store. Okay. That was interesting. I would, I would want to go in one of those with you and then talk about it. Like, because there was definitely a culture about the place and it was very, like the people there were salesmen. Oh, really? Well, like, and they knew, like, this kind of crystal is good for your... Well, they knew to say that. Okay, they yeah, definitely yeah. knew. They knew the right combination of words. Now, 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 thankfully, Faith was more there for the actual geology part mm-hmm. rather than the the healing or the spiritual okay, cleansing. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the mutual friend was there for the spiritual cleansing, and you could see, like, they were salesmen. Yeah. Um, it was I, fascinating. You know, what? What my experience with crystals, which was, was very fascinating for me, the first time that I really experienced or recognized the importance of, you know, the crystal community, so to speak, uh, was when I saw fish in 2009 at the Gorge. And um, I'd spent the, the night there. And there was a there's an area, I think, you, you know, the expression Shakedown Street. Yes. And um, so shakedown street is involves people selling all sorts of wares and um i was i was stunned by the number of people who looked like they had very little in the way of like physical goods (laughs) who knew a lot about crystals (laughs) and you know had a lot of crystals and like there was discussion and debate like because this was this was not like a um a professional sort of thing oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. they were definitely um artisans and I, I didn't, I, I couldn't understand how someone, I mean, I guess this circles us back to the pool playing thing, but how someone could spend the amount of time that would be necessary to internalize well, all these things about these crystals. Also, I feel like there's a general level of being a huckster. Right, right. Where you can also kind of be like, this is this. And your average crystal person, I don't think will, they see the black rock. Right, right. And whatever you say, the black rock is what is whatever the black rock is. It doesn't have have it doesn't have to be you know chrysanthemite. Right. Well, they're both black rocks. That may be there because they're probably taking in more touristy people. But oh, I, yeah. I was I was really surprised to find the degree of discrimination. Uh, that one could tell which crystal was legit and like, no, that's garbage. You know, I was like, uh, uh, like 
the rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're all you're all Charlie Brown down there. Right, right. So so the the crystal store was it it was interesting. It it, it was it was an experience. Mm-hmm. And then we and then we also saw this was super cool. I'll show you tonight. Um I got the coolest poster um mm-hmm. from it, it was one of those places that like it was all of these cool custom prints mm-hmm. and it was a it was a bunch of rock and roll icons cool and I, i'm sure i know the place that you're talking uh, about yeah was yeah, it yeah. a two-story place May, on 39? yeah i don't know if it was two-story okay but it was super it, it, like it looked like it might have been two-story and then they just knocked out the floor and made it su- a super tall building right but it was it, it was pretty cool and i'll i'll, I'll, br- I'll bring it tonight and i'll show you Sweet. it was okay super cool and then we also there's the live entertainment oh like uh buskers exactly yeah, yes. but this was uh she specified a 70 a 70 year old um uh, a, a a 70 year old fire juggler interesting okay yeah the fire juggling part was the part that went a little awry but um, oh really yeah well she she took a tumble Oh, I've and, never seen anyone actually oh, mess yeah. up something. Well, I've you never... also probably haven't seen a 70-year-old attempt to juggle fire <laughs> on a, on a, while balancing on a stick. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and did, did she have a um, like a set that built before yes. she asked oh, for the yeah. money and all oh, that? It was all, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm always surprised at how professional that is, that there is a uh, an ebb and flow to it. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah there's there some normal juggling. There was some fun magic. She had, uh, you know, the Diablo? Mm-hmm. the the plastic hourglass with the string and the two sticks where you oh yeah would, oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 she was doing that she did some great tricks with that there were a few moments with that where i was like i don't want to i turned to face i was like i don't know if we're gonna see an old lady die today <laughs> like this she was did you give her any money oh yeah five five bucks i was okay. i was in fact criticized by faith because i tipped her more than the sushi lady oh. but then i was also kind of like look sushi lady wasn't gonna light herself on fire <laughs> 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 like let's hold on a second here but uh, oh yeah, and her she did take a tumble. So her first fire bit was her. She had these three sticks. She wasn't juggling them. She was just passing them in between and swinging them around. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was an impressive hand-eye coordination thing. Like I could not have done that. But it wasn't. We were kind of it's not juggling. Mm-hmm. Then she gets out like a tightrope thing, and she gets on there with the same things, and she starts trying. And she lasted a solid fifteen seconds. I think I have it on video. And oh no! You have video of her phone. I have phone. video of it. Well, oh. because I was like, I was like, if this succeeds, it's gonna be the coolest thing ever. And if not, the paramedics probably <laughs> need a video. So I'm gonna be like, look, this is what happens. This is how you get it. Like it was, and and she goes, do you want me to do it again? And I might have said no. <laughs> I might have said please no. But she was like, do you want me to try again? Me and Finn might have said please no. <laughs> I don't want to see an old lady die. And then, and after that, we left. That was our cue. We were mm-hmm. like, all right, this this was fun. We're tired. We walked a lot that day. Solid, solid five miles. Yeah, cool. It was an awesome trip. That that sounds like a very very fun thing to do, and I can see I can see how something like that would be particularly liberating. And knowing that you could go to any store that you like, spend any amount of time that you wanted, yes. and um, not we'll meet back at this point yes. or anything that was measured or or anything like that. Nope. Oh, we got Boudin for lunch, the sourdough place. Okay, cool. That was incredible. That, that that was really good. I got I, I got a sandwich. Um, so uh, someone got faith. Uh, someone got clam chowder, and Faith got a turkey and avocado mm. on, on a croissant. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we got fancy. We got really fancy. I'm all I'm all about fancy sandwiches. Yeah. And how have and how have a uh, Sheldon's um la- last week gone? You know what? It was really 
quite to mellow. I do have um, a, perhaps a mean-spirited story to tell about how, um, so I had a kid throughout the entire term who's been failing the entire term and hasn't been doing his work. He's a nice kid, just wasn't doing his thing. And I got a, an email from mom, I don't know, after about four weeks, you know, asking if I accept makeup work or what can he do? And I said, um, you know, there's plenty of time for him to do work. Anything that's not graded, that doesn't have a grade, he's welcome to turn in for full credit. All the tests will double in value points. Da, 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 da. Don't hear back from her. Two weeks later, I get the same email from her. <laughs> And I, I explained, you know, I'm sorry, you know, nothing has really changed since I, I, you know, last spoke to you. There's less um, points available. There, but... there are fewer points and the tests are still worth double. You know, it's not, it's, it's not looking good, but he can kind of, you know, he can do what he likes. Well, then I got a little bit behind in grading. So I had to grade like a week and a half's worth of assignments, you know, all at once. And as I'm grading through, I see, oh my, what that's interesting, you know, it, He's, his assignment is totally thoroughly done, but he has like a 46% or something like that. So of course, in those situations where I know it's not going to um, uh, affect their grade, I give them 100% because whatever, you know, you yeah. know? And, 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 you know, I'm fairly um, confident that he plagiarized it because that's, you know, but I'm not going to fight it because yeah. he's going to fail anyway. So I get towards the end of my grading, I realize, oh, shoot, this kid's got like a 58.7 now. And... Um, it's possible that that is that's a, a striking distance close enough that I will often bump up people's grades or give them some sort of opportunity. So, like the scoundrel that I am, I went back and found all the evidence of his plagiarizing <laughs> those last assignments and gave him wrote plagiarism, 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 and then gave him like half credit on the stuff. And then for the for the first three in a row, and I gave him like what fifty three. It then then it booted right back down. And then everyone after that, I go, <laughs> I wrote something like, I'm fairly confident that there's plagiarism here. If you're confused about what I'm talking about, feel free to talk to me. Uh, he did not talk to me, <laughs> so that, that that was something, um, and. Uh, you know, not really. I, um, we had Mila's promotion that I wasn't able to attend, but I had to attend the parent volunteer meeting for it. And that, it was kind of interesting. It's very interesting to me as what is the parent volunteering or not, not, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the parent requirement to pick up the tickets oh, so yeah, that yes. they, they tell you what it is that you can and cannot yes. do. And it's always interesting for me observing those sorts of things, um, you know, being so often on the other end of it and watching kind of like the smoke and mirrors of, you know, like how to dazzle parents. And I'm always stunned at what terribly um, uh, tenderheaded uh, parental audiences can be in terms of their willingness to laugh at things that are so unfunny. Oh, There's just such, absolute yes. canned material. And I'm like... It, you don't need to be grouchy about it, but come on, that's that, that's not really. That's funny. not a guffaw. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah, let's, let's have some standard about that sort of thing. Same thing. How about some of the jokes at uh, Sabine's play? Uh, when they would oh, do yeah, like yeah. the circle of the reporters, they'd mm. be like two dead at the da da da, and then like they would like like, and like then actually would, laugh. At that. Yeah, like, actually I, laugh. I understand that it's meant to be like uh, lighthearted or whatever, but it does. It's it's all right for it not to be funny. I found also that that's particularly the case during the Zoom meetings that adults participate in. That they, a lot of LOLs. Yeah, yeah, they're willing. Well, and or they're just willing to laugh out loud at things that are not again laugh out loud a bowl. It's not. It's definitely not worth it. But um, we're gonna take we're gonna take a short take break. Take a quick break. Sounds good.
that that situation with the student and the um, the grade. It um, it actually the reason why I adopted this philosophy was there was this teacher um, who was who was a fairly strict teacher. And so the philosophy of bumping up, or the philosophy of going back and check. Well, the conclusion of bumping bumping up is just being thoughtful about: Did the kid really do it? Is it is it going to keep him from going to Stanford or make him go to Stanford? You know, like at the end of the day, is it worth this kid having to do nine more weeks of world geography for one percent of something that? If he'd have gotten two more percent, it's not like he would have learned that much exactly. more. It's, you know, so I'm I'm just not that confident of my grading scale that I want to be the arbiter of someone's future, um, especially for something that is ultimately not hugely important. Now, not there are plenty of teachers who think that they're curing cancer, and if it comes down to you know 0.6 of a point, they'll they'll still fight it out. But that's that's not generally my philosophy. But anyway. There was a teacher at the school who was very strict, very specific about these sorts of things. And I remember her telling a story that was just so illuminating that um, she had this kid who was just a turd, a turd <laughs> all the time in class. And, you know, the, the kind of kid who you're like, oh, I wish he would cut today. And this was at a time where they had to write research papers or term papers for all the social science classes. And right. so it was a big deal. It was like, you know, five pages, MLA, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, it's kind of fallen by the wayside. But anyway, she got the paper from him and was reading it, and she realized that it was plagiarized. And she, you know, it was obvious. Frankly, it's usually quite obvious. You don't even need to find the evidence that it's plagiarized without you know, your spidey sense kind of. Uh, yeah. Three different up. fonts. Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that is so funny because that used to happen. That does not happen anymore. But yeah, it was ridiculous. And or uh, not just different fonts, but also like the the, uh, the hyperlink would still be there. So it would just be bold and underlined, just a random word or something. But but anyway, so she she realizes this and she's like, ah, oh, man, I, I don't want to deal with this. She runs up the, runs the numbers and realizes that there's no way he's going to pass anyway. So she um, she turns, it's Monday. She starts returning everybody's papers. She returns them all except for to that kid. And she can see the kid kind of squirming and getting nervous. So he raises his hand and says, you know, uh, uh, I, I didn't get my paper back. That's a bold move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just sit there silent. I'd be like, yes, I'm not getting my paper back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And she goes, I need to talk to you about it at the end of class. And so they go through the rest of the class, you know, and she, he's squirming the entire time and bell rings. He meekly walks up to her and says, you know, I'm just, I was curious about my paper. She gets out the paper and she says, sir, this is the best paper I've ever received by any chance. Do you, do you, would you let me keep this so that I can use it as a model for future classes? Um, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and then walked away. Kid got 100% on the paper, failed Still. the class anyway. <laughs> and so, and the greatest part about that story is I know that kid walked away from her thinking, ha ha, I got one over on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and all the while, she knows he's not going to go. And you know how many times you probably we told that story? <laughs> that, that, and, like, and then I asked my other friend for the other half of the paper. Right. And then, <laughs> No, it was it was one of the first times that I understood the importance of like soft power um, when you're you, you don't need to fight about everything and be right about everything in order to 
be right. Be right. <laughs> so that, 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 that's the, the, but again, that's why it is good that I did go backtrack and make sure that I didn't put myself into a position where I let the kid plagiarize and he passed. And passed. Right. That, that would have been, that would have been an embarrassment for me. All right. So uh, what have you been reading lately? Because I've, I've been seeing, uh, because of course I've been, I've been seeing the uh, biographies uh, circulate around the house. Yeah, yeah. I'm still on that kick. In fact, I, um, you were not around yesterday, but um, so I had made the public announcement that I, I, that I was, it was unprompted, but I might've made the public announcement about a week and a half ago or so that I'm done ordering um, books from Amazon. All for, right, back for, to overdrive for the rest of the year. Well, no, it's just it's just I, they're mounting up. I'm like, oh the, yeah, oh, the guy I've, with all the newspapers. I've noticed, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and I realized that I've read I think 18 of them this year. And my goal is to read a total of 30. But if I even if I hit that goal, I'm still gonna have other ones that I have to read. So I just I need to stop the momentum a little bit. And anyway, I I, I went out to get the mail yesterday. Another one. And I <laughs> well, no, no. Um, it was it, here's the technicality. Um, it was a tablature book for a, for, for a guitar. Ah. And, um, Molly asked, she, she was, she was cool about it, but she was like, oh, so I, I, I thought you weren't ordering any more books. And I go, well, this, I, this isn't a, a book. It's this not is, a biography. Yeah, this is this. And, and she said, and she said, well, that, that wasn't the way it was presented to me. And I said, no, no, no. I, I said, I've read the several books. I'm not going to read this book. But what, it was, what tablature book was it? Uh, it was Blink-182's Enema of the State. Right. And I don't even like Blink-182, <laughs> but it was $2. And, um, and I was curious, I'm always curious to um, digest to digest, yeah, I don't want to say read, <laughs> but consume. I, yeah, consume. I really, I guess, I have to call it reading. Um, there are very few things that I enjoy more than putting on an album and being able to follow along with it and thinking about how these things can be replicated. Or um, so, but it, I mean, it is a book. I, I did. By the way, I did not double down. I did sheepishly agree that yes, oh yes, you're, oh, you're, yes. You're, I see the logic in what you're saying. <laughs> Well, I, I have recently, I've recently done two things. Um, I've gotten definitely back into reading mm -hmm. now that school is kind of uh, levied up. I started reading uh, an also nonfiction on pirates. Okay, it's but it's uh, sp specifically on, on on pirates in um it in the Americas because that was where it was big. And, it, and I remember so far, I'm only about a fifth of the way through. I kind of probably sound like Bert right now. <laughs> one of the coolest one of the coolest facts I found was that um. Do you know what a privateer is? Um, I should, but I may be mistaken with the word profiteer. Uh, I mean, they're pretty. I mean, the profiteer probably comes from privateer. So, so what a privateer was was basically a legal pirate. So basically, what would happen was like so like let's say French and Spain, France and Spain were going to war with each other. Mm -hmm. France would basically tell pirates, um, "Here's this document. You can legally attack Spain." with zero repercussion like we will not arrest you if you only attack spain ships and, and spanish ships and spain would do the exact same and of course to the other side they were pirates gotcha but legally they were just called privateers because they're supposed to mess with their war effort gotcha it's like a proxy wars exactly it's just yeah. like in you know third world countries or whatever exactly. being used by yeah fascinating yes yeah, yeah. super cool yeah yeah, that's definitely the coolest like thing that I've that I've um, learned so far from the book. But then I also got I also got it back into graphic novels again, mm -hmm. particularly because one that I was I was against reading because so they made 
they made um it's it's a manga it's an anime okay and then which uh which the the long the longest short of that is japanese cartoon right um and so they made and normally the manga to anime um comic book to show is pretty one-to-one and what had happened was with this particular one is they'd stopped making the show because the comic book was on hiatus for an undetermined amount of time okay uh for still and it, and it had just recently been announced that and i'd seen the show and i hadn't read what was left of the comic book what had not been adapted yet because okay. you know, I didn't want to read it and then be disappointed because I'm not because I have to wait and I don't know when it's going to come and right, right. you know. But now recently, just got announced that the comic book is off of hiatus. A new chapter is yet to come out, but it has been officially announced. Like um, pages have circulated, panels have circulated, and so I am ba- I'm reading that now, and cool. that is very exciting. So it sounds like that's the opposite of what they did with Game of Thrones. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm exactly. just making sure that I'm yes. understanding what. Yes. What... The yes. Exactly. Gotcha. Very interesting. Um, I was I was listening, but you know my my brain does go a little bit to mush. Of course. Um, in fact, that's funny. One of my uh, f- Facebook status on the day that you graduated was from nine years ago, and it was me saying um, something along the lines of, "I know that someday I will miss um, uh, hearing Max talk about Pokemon, <laughs> but today is not that day." <laughs> <laughs> and it was so amazingly uh spot on for that moment yes. as i'm walking into graduation or, or not actually it was earlier on in the morning but nonetheless but as i'm prepping for graduation and to, to see that and to realize at least i understood it at the time even if i didn't yet feel it um that's that's very cool so you did finish zeppelin i didn't i don't remember here or did i you just i am close to finishing okay. i'm close to finishing i am past physical graffiti past um past swan song well when swan song exists right, right but like past the creation of swan song which now that we've which actually now that we've got a little bit longer where we can talk that is a wild everything right it's the, it, it's sad the way that peter's out though it is indeed because it because i remember there, there's a moment in the creation of swan song and i don't remember who said i think it was one of their lackeys like it wasn't one of the band people uh but, uh, 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 but kind of how like the author tried to imply that the swan song concept was this poetic like for, foreshadowing of what would happen mm-hmm. but it also wasn't mm-hmm. like a swan song is supposed to be as they said in the book like this beautiful final bang Mm-hmm. It's a thing. It's a singular moment where, yeah, oh, like, yeah. and that's when it ended. But it's also kind of ultimate. It's a, it's legendary. Mm-hmm. They did not. It wasn't legendary. It did not end they on just, a swan song. Yeah, poo. Like it they just were just out. done. Yeah. Like Bonham, Bonham just died. They weren't thinking he was going to die. They were just doing their thing, and yeah, it just kind of ended. In retrospect, even though um, a part of me hurts that they've never really done a. Um, comeback a comeback there was a little page and plant stuff but yes. there was very there was an unplugged wasn't there yeah it's unleaded is what they called it um but um robert plant has always been very very reticent to do anything vaguely Musical. um tribute like or to try to recapture those old times like even yes. the the zeppelin songs that they did do during that time like they wouldn't do stairway to heaven and yeah. they, they chose lesser known tunes to um reinterpret and or like gallows pole from zeppelin yes. 3 was one of the ones that they did as page and plant unleaded and um you know they released new material but uh the fact that they've definitely as a result of it seems robert plant 
specifically, um, they have avoided the nostalgia thing. And I feel like it does make it so that their legacy hasn't been tarnished in the same way that one could argue that, say, the Stones' legacy has been tarnished. And I, I don't know what what's better because um, obviously the Stones have been able to continue to bring joy to countless people. Regard So does but it also, matter? Uh, I think so. Hmm, that, that's actually an interesting argument because I was thinking about how... Um, of the two, Jimmy Page is by of the three. Jimmy Page has been strangely reclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, let me use these. Like, um, I've, I've from what I've seen, um, John Paul Jones has been straight up reclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, he just kind of tapped out. And of course, he was also omitted from things too. He was omitted from he the unleaded thing. Yes, and he did that. Them crooked vultures with the guy from Josh Allen from Queens Stone Age and Dave Grohl. So he did one album with them, and he's he's done some interesting sorts of things Stuff. yeah 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 but. yeah but also it's always weird because everything i've seen um particularly jimmy page in like when he does interviews it's very strange to see after reading after reading that book mm-hmm. because of it's this combination of being um very reclusive and then also like how praising the interviews are and then the knowing of the book of how wild everything was. Well, he's not one who's ashamed of continuing to milk that cash cow. No, he, not at all. Yeah, yeah. He is. He did the Black Crows um, yeah. tour with you know doing all Zeppelin tunes. Yes, he has overseen all of the uh, remastering of their material, and uh, which makes sense because he was like he was an engineer, right? That like, makes that's the even crazier thing is that you always hear. I always heard how he's a guitar fishing on guitar fishing on guitar fishing on it. And then you, I roll into the book and it's like, Oh, he was also like a straight up engineer with mm-hmm. all this music stuff. He was revolutionizing how distortion was used. He mm-hmm. was revolutionizing how tracks were recorded. Drums were recorded. How and... Drums were recorded. Although he did not come up with the, um, when the levy breaks thing, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of other drumming stuff that he did think of throughout all of their albums. Um, but but anyway, back to the uh, b- back to the question of the Stones versus Zeppelin. Um, I think I prefer the Zeppelin concept maybe a little bit more, but that also might be because I'm not as big of a live music guy, so I can more I'm more into what was as opposed to what is. Well, that that certainly makes sense that you would have that that conception and you have that reason for that conception. Um, and I I can understand that, but I also Regardless of, say, whether I would have had a chance to see them, I, I think that, you know, tens of thousands of people would have had a chance to see them. And uh, but of course, I balance that also with my uh, my general uh, continuing beef with Bob Dylan and Ozzy, who, you know, are still is are still making people happy. Are still, yes. But um, are also at the end of the rope. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. But Ozzy's, he's making it through COVID. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, but he has announced that he doesn't imagine that he'll be able to tour again. And apparently he's walking with a cane. And yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, he he had a recent interview that was not uh, particularly not great. Uh, heartwarming. You know, it didn't, it didn't make, it didn't, it didn't. It did not inspire the hearts and minds. Right, 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 right. It didn't leave room for optimism necessarily. No. All right. But um, oh, also, I we did not really. I was lightly prepping for this one uh, because we were when we were still doing um, hardcore music stuff. Um, but also, that was the fun thing too was um, listening to Sticky Fingers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because um, in the book, I think it was, I think Led Zeppelin Four is the one that came out with Sticky Fingers, mm-hmm. like in the same year. And it was funny reading the book because the book also talks about how um, the Zeppelin was always very 
um, like they, 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 they felt like they had beef with the stones mm-hmm. because, and then the book specifies about how like the stones were a celebrity band. Like they were on magazine covers, doing interviews, being with celebrities, being with royalty, doing all of this crazy stuff. And then Zeppelin was, they were reclusive. They were weird and strange. And But I also think that this goes to um, that. Well, Peter upper, Grant. Well, no, no. I was going to say English snobbery about Americans. Yes. And I think that, um, and I think they, they make a point of this in the book as well, that the Stones were always british yes and although zeppelin, they didn't do a lot of album stuff until later yeah although zeppelin um came from britain came from england they were a u.s band they were a u.s band that's where their bread and butter came from because like they would sell out stadiums mm. in the u.s and then they'd roll into your and back to europe and it would be clubs right right or just smaller smaller things yes. and I, I think that that's part of the deal was that they always wanted to achieve that sort of highbrow british uh status and the nature of the type of rock and roll that uh, Zeppelin Zeppelin was did. doing was just not as palatable to an english audience but, so I, I think there's there's a bit of that to it that was also funny listening to sticky fingers and thinking like all right this is I can imagine having made Led Zeppelin four and then having this come out and being like, "Oh no, like this is that's a competitive album with oh, four. Oh, it's it's so good. It's yeah, yeah. a phenomenal that that is one of my favorite albums I've listened to in a long time. Well, and I know I always um, use this expression, but maybe it's because we tend to try to choose stronger albums, but that's no fat on that album. Either. No, not at all. No, um, that is because I mean from the talk about six fingers once i'm gonna pull up the list don't exactly got notes but let's see because i mean of course you begin with brown sugar mm-hmm. which was which which is phenomenal and then after that there's which they do not play live which they concert. do not play live um and then and, and and then it's got can you hear me knocking right sway is is the sway that's the second one yeah. yeah can you hear me knocking which is um, the, one of the rare jam sessions that I actually really like. Can't you Hear Me Knocking is my absolute favorite Stone song ever. Um, it and, used to be our intro song. Yeah, yeah. And I um, the, I think that that jam is a studio jam is just like magic in a bottle. Like yes. it's so, so marvelous. And um, the so six piece brass. Complicate, or so complex, but they're all playing like together and listening to each other. I just, I, I, I cannot say enough about they're it. Mo- they're moving with each other. And, and then, and then there's Wild Horses, mm-hmm. which that surprised me. That, that song is an emotional ride that it, I was not ready for. It is. And it's a to- totally doable as far as totally. I think, I, it's, I think it's literally like C D G or C E G. Like it mm-hmm. is. There's it's a three chord song. Mm, mm, Maybe there, there's the there's some other stuff on it. Let's double check, and I believe you'll just. But then also, and 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 then of course you got bitch. Right. Oh yeah. Don't do. yeah, which that that that's one of my favorite guitar riffs ever. That that's fantastic. It's, you know, it's so funny that you feel that way and um, that you're drawn to it in that way because I remember you kind of plinking it out, um, you know, a year ago or whatever. Oh, yeah. be, and me being like. A, I, I think I know the song that you're playing and that that would just randomly be the one that that, that you hit with. Oh, yeah, there's um, some B and there's some A in there, too. I, I, I think it's A minor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, no. I, I know that there are a couple of turns on it. That's all. That's yes. All. Um, and so it's not just necessarily three chords, but that's all right. That's all right. But um, yeah, that, that is a phenomenal album. And um, and honestly, I, I think we're good. 
for this week. I All think right. We, well, yeah, we have we have lots of exciting stuff to uh, prep for in the coming week. And yeah. um, so thank you for listening. Remember, uh, once in a while, you get shown the light in the strangest places if you look at it right. See you guys around. <laughs>